Hello, Divine Rising. This is Cecily with another episode of Led by the Light. So I wrote down like three or four pages of things I want to talk about. And I think the longer I go with writing and kind of praying and thinking about it, sometimes you just got to get straight to it, okay? So I'm going to ask God and the Holy Spirit to speak through me. I'm going to first pray. God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for love. Thank you for creating us to be in the image of you, which is love, God. Uh, speak through me as I record. Um, God, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your faithfulness, God. Just thank you for who you are and for dying for our sins, God. We could never repay you. and We just thank you for the grace that you give us each and every day, each and every moment. God, thank you for everything. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So y'all, y'all probably, if y'all have been listening the last couple episodes, I was kind of encouraging everyone as well as really myself about what do you do do during a storm? How do you praise him? How do you thank him and show gratitude during a storm when it's hard? Well, y'all, I feel like I am out of the storm. I see the floodgates of heaven opening up for me, God. Uh, Like I could see the blessings. I could see his favor. I could see the spirit working through me. And this love, this unconditional agape love, this unconditional love, I can feel it. I can feel feel my, my spirit man just happy and just rejoicing. And I'm not far, I'm far from perfect y'all. And I'm still the chief of the sinners, oh Lord. So, um, but I do feel like there's a form of transformation and, um, I just want to speak on how God and Jesus is the real ultimate ride or die. You you know, you hear that phrase like, oh, so-and-so is my ride or die. They my ride or die. But Jesus really is the ultimate ride or die. Like, literally the ride or die of he literally rides for us every single day and he died for us literally on the cross for our sins and took all of that for us and just the thought and the act of it is just so humbling and it just leaves you with just so much love for him when you really sit down and think about it um i recently just started watching this show and it describes um Jesus's life and it goes into depth. It's on Amazon Prime. I'm on a 30 day try, y'all. <laughs> I was like, Kennedy, let's watch all the movies we could get on this 30 day trial because I don't know if I still want to get it yet, but I might. But anyway, so it's uh, I want to say it's it, I can't think of the name right off the top, but it's about Jesus's life and and it just shows his love and just the story of his life and it kind of breaks it down in a, a I guess a visual aspect of what was going on in that time period and I was like wow he was hanging out with people that most people wouldn't hang out with like the prostitutes and the tax collectors and uh people who had leprosy and that was you know people didn't want to be around people like that at that time and he still was just so loving and kind and he healed them and showed them grace and mercy and then they they couldn't stand for a man to be shaking up the town and showing favor and love and healing these people and they they killed him they killed him and he literally died for our sins and when we stop to think about that it's just it's just beautiful to me so um 
going back, I, I want to say I'm on the other side of the storm. I'm, I'm at this rainbow stage. And I know that everyone, if you keep walking with the Lord, you will see this rainbow stage if you're not already in it. And I pray that you are. And if not, you will get it soon. I pray so in the name of Jesus. So I just want to say he is so faithful. When you think of a relationship, you like, oh, you could tell so-and-so faithful to him by the way he treats her. And, you know, or you could say, oh, I could tell he's not faithful. Look, when it comes to Jesus, every day he's faithful. Every moment he is faithful. He is the model of faithfulness. And I see that in my life. And I, for a long time, I thought it was like, oh, I'm just in a storm for a couple of weeks or maybe a month. But I really think I was talking to my best friend about it. I said, wow, I was really in like a year, couple year long storms, like losing my mom, traumatic. Then back door, grandma, traumatic. Then I was in a crazy relationship, traumatic. And I feel like I'm, and then even, you know, getting Ken Kennedy. And I feel like that was an adjustment, you know, to, kind of learn, okay, I'm raising someone else's child, but she's really my baby. So, you know, that was all kind of like adjustments and all transformation. And I feel like with God's help, you could do anything. And I feel like I'm just seeing the floodgates of heaven open in my life. And I feel like what's helped a lot and what is key and whether people don't like to talk about it or not, but this is true, is tithing. Tithing and you give that 10% to the church or a ministry or a person you feel led to, 10% of what God gives you is meaningful and is necessary. So I'm going to bring y'all some word. This sticks in my head. This is first is in the Bible where it says for him to test you for, for you to test God. This is the one time in the Bible. God's like, test me. Come on, test me. So this is in Malachi chapter 10 verse. I mean, excuse me. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 and he says bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house test me in this says the Lord Almighty and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it I'm gonna read it again bring the whole tithe into the storehouse 10 percent That there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store in it. When I tell y'all, when y'all tithe, you ain't got to tell everybody, oh, y'all, I tithe today. Oh, I put that 10% into that church today. This is something that you do between you and God. And the spirit will lead you on how much you give, whether it's 10% or it's more. And and let's say you don't have that much money. If you give with your heart, God knows your heart and he's going to see it. And you do that in secret with him. Watch God bless you. I'm telling y'all I'm a living testimony do it and watch you have overflow to the point you're going to be like asking your friends do you do you need some help you're going to be able to be a blessing to others i'm telling y'all this is real so um i just want to give a shout out to my sister mel 
Mel, I love you so much. Not only is she my blood sister, but she's also my sister in Christ. Thank you for all that you do. I pray that God always blesses you and you receive favor over your life always. I know that you will, but I just want to let you know I love you with all of my heart and my being. And uh, I want to give a shout out to the mentors in my life. Uh, shout out to Miss Tracy, both Miss Tracys. Um, thank you for everything. I appreciate um, just y'all taking me in as sisters in Christ, as little sisters, a little sister in Christ. Um, so Miss Tracy Williams um, led me to this verse in Luke chapter. 6 verse 38 and it was going back to tithing and it says give and it will be given to you a good measure pressed down shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap for with the measure you use it will be measured to you i'm gonna read it again y'all give and it will be given to you a good measure pressed down shaken together and running over here goes that overflow again and will be poured into your lap for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So that just goes back into that overflow, living in that overflow of just blessings and knowing that when you give to God and you're giving out of a pure heart, he's going to always make sure that you're taken care of. And honestly, this is his money at the end of the day, currency. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So if we give him back that 10% with love and we give out of a pure heart, why wouldn't he give us back? Why wouldn't he make sure we're always good? He makes sure we're good even when we don't tie. <laughs> like how much more? Overflow. So I'm going to go to... Now, <laughs> I want to go to uh shout out also to my best friends, my best friends. Y'all, <clears throat> I, I like to look at this analogy like, you know, you get out the storm. What do you see after a storm? You see a rainbow, you see a rainbow. And I was looking, listening to a Maya uh, Angelou um, poem and she said, basically, be a rainbow in someone else's cloud. Be basically be a blessing to someone. And I feel like I have so many sisters in Christ, been blessed with so many. I, I praise God for this, for those that are rainbows when I was in that storm of those clouds. So whether you're in it, whether you're in the storm, whether you're out of the storm, wherever you are, try to be a blessing to someone today. If you can. Be a blessing to yourself, but be a blessing to someone today. You you never know how a compliment saying to someone that they're beautiful, how long it'll go. You you never know helping them out and opening the door for them. Just anything. Anything that you could be a blessing and it's not hurting you, do it. Because I, I promise you God's going to bless you and it's, you're going to need it. <laughs> it's going to happen when you least expect it and probably when you need it the most. So... That's one point, but um, there's a verse and it goes to, and I love it, that God has us with his right hand and he will never leave us nor forsake us. So I was looking up that verse and I was like, man, <coughs> excuse me, he will never leave us nor forsake us. So I'm, I, um, 
I found it. So here's in Isaiah chapter 41. And I want to start at verse 9. So Isaiah chapter 41 verse 9 says, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners, I called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. Here it goes back. He chose us. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. I'm going to say it again. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. So I was like, oh, just imagine, you know, you hold a little child's hand with your right hand, or it could be your left hand, but imagine your right hand and you're holding them and you're going to protect him. Imagine God doing that to us. And he's constantly telling us, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. So we're going to go to another verse, y'all, because it, it kind of, it tripped me out in a beautiful way. It was like, oh, Lord, he's telling us constantly throughout this Bible, don't be afraid, because he knew it was going to be times where we were going to be in situations that probably was going to lead us to fear. So let me see. Where is it? <laughs> I know one is in Deuteronomy 31. Okay, here we go. Here's That's in thir- Deuteronomy 31, um, verse... Let me see. He tells them multiple times. So there's a six. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Then he goes down again. <laughs> In uh, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So I'm like, man, when I saw this the other day, when I was like studying, I was like, he's telling us multiple times because he knew we were going to go through times where we probably were going to be fearful. We're going to be a little bit discouraged. But he's like, hey, I'm going before you. I'm with you. I'm on the side of you. I'm holding your hand. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. And I, I, I just think that's so beautiful. When we hear that constant reminder and when we're really in the word, y'all, I know we got this now we're in 2021 and everything's technology, log into the app and do this. And do you have this and check in through this, blah, blah, blah. I'm a, I like to call myself an analog girl in the digital world, honestly, <laughs> but Honestly, I feel like it's something special about having a physical Bible. I I truly do. I I truly believe there's something special about having a physical Bible. And I mean, if you do have, if you don't have a physical Bible, please get one. But and it's okay if you do use your Bible app because sometimes I like to wake up. um, I set a timer um, every day. Uh, the new Bible verse comes in like I think at twelve or five on my phone, but you can set it up for any time. And I get it. And I like to read the verse throughout the day. I see it on my phone, but it's something special about physically opening it, and then you're like, "Oh wow, this this was written a long time ago." I mean, b- like breath, like it was really coming out of God, you know, through man. And people like to say. 
oh, well, man made the Bible. Well, God still gave that wording to that person to write it. And let's say the man did write, it's nothing bad. And it's all glory to God, you know? So that's my opinion. (laughs) It's the truth. So, um, I want to go back to, I got a lot of notes, (laughs) y'all. He is the true ride or die. And going back to that, he's the ride or die that has no judgment as far as, I mean, we will face judgment day when it's our, that day. But as far as like no record of wrongdoings, that love of, oh, well, you did that. Are you? No, nah, Jesus not like that. He, he forgave you. When you ask for forgiveness, he forgave you. And his timing is divine. His people are divine. His timing is divine, y'all. When we move on our own timing, that's where we go wrong. <laughs> we think we know everything in this. Sometimes we give ourselves too much credit. And that's ego. Too, too much credit that we like, oh, well, if I do this at this. And God's like, hey, you don't even know what's about to come up. Just, <laughs> you just need to chill and be still. Y'all heard me say that before. But, y'all, his timing is just divine. Is 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 divine. I'm literally seeing the fruits of my fruits of everything God's been blessing me with. I mean, as far as like rent, I mean food, I mean new opportunities, meeting new con- people, new connections, wisdom. I mean, if He could do it for me, little country girl Cecily, <laughs> that is silly is still trying to transform and. Recover from some things. I know he could do it for y'all. Okay. Um, And I want to say too, when we are in alignment with Jesus and that Holy Spirit, child, we're truly honoring him and obeying him and we're remaining in the spirit. And that means, you know, I know we live in this world and it's, is very easy to fall into the worldliness. So I'm not trying to act like, oh, I'm oblivious to this. But when we really remain in him and we remain focused in him and we keep him truly first with actions and thoughts, how can we go wrong, y'all? For real, how, how can we go wrong? He can always guide us and protect us. Even when we're cutting up, he still does. But how much more when we are obeying and honoring and listening to him, that voice, that calm, sweet, gentle voice. I heard the other day somebody said the ego is loud and fear is loud. You need to do that. Nah, nah, nah. But the, e- the, the spirit is very soft. It's very kind. It's very loving. Kind of whispers to you. And that's how you can kind of tell, is it the enemy or is it the Lord talking to you for sure? So we just got to know that we are in a spiritual warfare battling spirit and flesh and I know I'm speaking a lot but it's it's true and I'm a I feel like I feel like since I'm in this season it's like a season of flesh versus spirit and it's deeper than just us on this earthly realm you know it's it's literally the principalities it's dark versus light but light's gonna always win (laughs) light's always gonna win so We just can't be fooled by the devil's devices and tricks. We know his same old tricks and schemes. If you don't know, we better learn. So anything that's some foolishness, we kind of know when it's foolishness. It don't sound right. It don't even feel right. It don't even look right, okay? And it probably ain't even right. So um, just going back to staying alert 
and of sober mind and standing firm and being in his armor, being alert, being alert, being on watch of what's going on, you know, and we got to protect our peace. I work so hard for this peace that I have, and every day is a journey, every moment is a journey, but y'all, y'all gotta protect y'all's peace. You feel like somebody is going to rain on y'all's parade, hey, push it to the side. You can't take on other people's problems. I heard that from a sermon from um, Pastor Flowers the, the earliest this week. Sometimes I know we, as people, especially our friends or family, we like to take on stuff because we feel like we captain you know the breast <laughs> we want to save somebody we want to help somebody it ain't nothing wrong with having a helping hand or encouraging and someone and helping someone but when it's starting to sacrifice your own energy and your own mental space and your own peace that's where you're like you know what god you got it that's your baby girl that's your baby son <laughs> you got it and sometimes with people you got to pray and love them from a distance. Because you don't know what storm that person is going through. God's trying to get their attention. I heard that in the sermon. I said, wow. It was like fireworks going off in my head. Like, wow. You don't know what God is doing in their life to get their attention. To have a great, greater relationship and bond with them. You know? So, work hard for your peace of mind. And let God work for your past. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And he will make your path straight. Y'all, he will do it. I'm telling y'all, he will do it. So I'm going to start wrapping it up. Um, tomorrow is the celebration of my mom being in heaven for six years. Go ahead on mama. And you know... I think it's beautiful. You know, I still miss her every day. I'm very sensitive at this time. Very, very sensitive. I was telling Candace the other day, I said, girl, I want to cry at least three times a day. And not even over her. It could be um, a commercial. Like, um, we were watching Princess and the Frog and the Dragonfly. I think it was a dragonfly. He was about to die. I'm about to just cry. Just cry. And I'm very sensitive. But, um... If anything, I wish I could hold little Cecily at that time. I was 23 when she passed, and I was a flight attendant at the time. And what's beautiful and interesting is that day when I found out that she passed. Earlier that morning, before I knew, I asked God for extra strength that day. And who would have thought that would have happened? But I know that she is in heaven rejoicing. I know she's closer with me. Um, in spirit, I know that she could do more for me now than she ever could physically here on earth. And I usually like to celebrate um, days like this. And, you know, I still have moments and I'm still human and I still cry and I still miss her. So, um, but I think that's going to be ongoing. So anybody who's lost somebody, if you could try and celebrate them, whether it's their favorite food um, favorite scent, perfume, cologne, you know, something that honors them by honoring yourself, honoring yourself and making sure you're leaving a legacy and you're making sure that you're living, you know, the best you can and you're living for God. I mean, that's the biggest blessing that you could do because it's like they're passing the torch or that's how I look at it. So um, I can feel all my loved ones. Grandma, too. <laughs> feel grandma every day i know i'm cecile i know i'm cecile so um y'all 
I want to wrap up on, I'm also working on that inner child. I got a lot of stuff I'm working on, but um, love on that little boy or girl that's inside of y'all. If y'all can, like, not if y'all can, but do that work. And it's, it's easier said than done, but that little person is still inside of you. And let them know that they're protected and that you got them. And make them proud, you know, them dreams and gifts that you want to do when you were younger. And those activities and those joys. Just, just the thought of how kids are so amazed by life. Uh, they see a new insect or animal, they're amazed or bubbles. We need to bring that childlike joy back into our lives. Because honestly, some of those things are, those are priceless and those are meaningful. We need that in our lives. I, I don't, I never gets a little bit of fun, you know, within reason. You know, I ain't talking about hanging off the chandeliers and, <laughs> you know, all that extra stuff. But I'm always down for a good laugh, a good time, um, and having fun. So, and... I'm going to wrap up because I feel like I'm rambling, but all, my, all I'm saying, I mean it with all my heart, is whatever your calling and purpose is, and that's something that you truly love, surround yourself with people and things and activities that you love. Usually your calling, your purpose is bigger than yourself. Your purpose and calling is bigger than yourself. So <clears throat> don't sell yourself short. Do those things that you love. Just do it. It's You're going to feel good. And you're going to want to do more of it, more of it, more of it. You're going to be a blessing to others. And it's just going to be a ripple effect. Imagine if everybody was knew that they were love and they were showing love and they were being blessed to others. Wouldn't that be such a beautiful place we would be living in if we did that each, more and more each day and we didn't put the blaming finger on others and we didn't live so much negativity and fear Fear is just, fear sometimes is there to conscious, sometimes subconsciously protect us, but it's like, hey, I got this. God got me. I got this. Goes back to do not be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Don't be discouraged, for I got you. Y'all, God got you. And you will see rainbows and be expected, be open to unexpected miracles. Be open to unexpected emails for job opportunities. Um, Income coming in. Be open to unexpected love, friendships. I mean, y'all, y'all got to change y'all's mind sh- sh- uh, set. <laughs> I was trying to say shift at the same time. Perspective. I feel like your perspective and mindset is everything. Everything, y'all. You, you, people will say, well, I'm having such a bad day. Are you having a bad moment or are you having a bad day? You don't have to have a bad day. You can have a bad moment. And you kind of, kind of, you got to work for that happiness. You got to create that happiness. And I'm not saying everybody can't have a, entitled to a bad day. I'm not trying to act like that at all. But I'm just saying everything's about perspective and mindset. Okay? So and I, I had to learn that, y'all. I had to learn that. After losing my mom, that was the hardest, probably the hardest thing I ever had to go through. And it was days I was like, why am I here? But I had to realize I'm here for a purpose. And I remember calling my grandma before she passed and said, Grandma, I, I don't want to be here. Like, this is just so hard. She said, hey, you got to live while you're still living. Your mom lived her life. It's your turn. You got to live, sis. And 
I was like, wow, like, and that's true. It's really, really true. So um, I just want to let y'all know that he is the light in the darkness. The devil must flee. You feel some foolishness going on. You better say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus and the devil must flee. Foolishness must flee from you. Okay. And his strength works best and it's perfect in our weakness. So if you are a little weak, just know that his strength works perfect and best in our weakness. And keep this book. And this is in Joshua chapter one, verse eight. Keep this book, which is the Bible. Of law, always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Not just in the morning, not just in the day on Sundays. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. I'm going to say it again. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Y'all, I'm literally a living testimony, y'all. I seen God transfer, transform me, and I'm still a work in progress. I'm still a hot mess <laughs> some days, but I do know that he is real. He's faithful. He's good. He's kind. And be a rainbow in somebody's cloud. Notice the rainbows in your cloud. Be a blessing to others. Know the blessings you have, even if it's you breathing, you can able to walk, you able to brush your teeth, you got water, you got food, you got juice. Juice is a luxury, y'all. <laughs> it really is. But like, look at the blessings. The more gratitude we have, the more God's going to give us. How, he, how is he going to give us something if we're not even happy with the things we have? Gratitude is the attitude. But anyways, I love each and every one of y'all that are listening, that listen this long. <laughs> um, I pray that y'all have a wonderful day or night, wherever you are, whatever year it is, and that God is faithful. He got your back. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. And um, yeah. All right. Holla. <laughs>